between episodes. Between episodes. No structure, no form. Well, minor structure and form. We talk. And structure. We do press record and we press stop record. This is true. We also are speaking into microphones, so there's yeah, there's some a little bit of structure. Now, Jason, mm-hmm. have you been watching, listening to, or do you have any other things to share? Hmm. Watch. See, we had Thanksgiving this past week, of course. So I took my son out to my parents' place. We hung out. I had them watch Klaus. Oh, good. Everybody enjoyed it, so it was a hit. Uh, other than that, I mean, when I'm out there, we don't do as much watching of things. Play more board games, stuff like that. Uh, of course, I watched some hockey when everyone was asleep. Okay. So I really haven't been watching too much the past week, other than what we were reviewing for the next couple shows. Yeah, yeah, but, I get uh, that. That's it, really, for me. I think <laughs> you've seen some things. I have. I actually went to the movies twice, which is a rare thing for me. Yeah. I usually don't go to the movies. Now, I don't go to theaters very often I was either. invited twice to go to the movies, and both times we got cheap tickets. Uh, one, for those of you in the Auburn, Washington area, the Regal in Auburn on Tuesdays is half price. Half oh. price tickets, and if you have a Regal card, which is free to sign up, you also get half price popcorn. Oh, okay. So that means if go. the a movie's twelve dollars, it's now six. If popcorn, which is actually like twenty dollars, ten dollars for a large bucket, it's only five bucks. And you're like, okay, oh, that's okay. not that bad. You know, you get two of those because you get a free refill. You know, you just have to miss part of the movie. Now, when I went to the Auburn one, we saw a beautiful day in the neighborhood. The new Mister Rogers movies with Tom mm-hmm. Miss, uh, movie with Tom Hanks, and it was good. Yeah, man. First off. When I was looking up stuff afterwards about Mr. Rogers, because I remember Mr. Rogers and watching him as a kid, I just had no idea that he'd been on for decades and yeah. decades and decades. He was he was on for nearly fifty years. Yeah. That is insane. <laughs> that I is know, absolutely right? nuts. Now, for anyone who loved Mr. Rogers, you have to see this movie. I'm not going to like give it a crazy rating or give you spoilers or tell you anything more than if you liked Mr. Rogers, go watch this movie. I don't really remember watching him too much uh, growing up. I mean, I remember Sesame Street, uh, which, of course, my brain, that's what I would remember because of Muppets. is these weird, you know, silly cartoonish things. So that's right down the alley for my brain. This Muppets, Mr. Rogers. I mean, I, I I remember that's a fifty years. That's a long time to wear a red sweater. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I saw him some, but not enough for that that it really burned any kind of memories yeah. into my brain as something that I get that. I, I think it would be. Watched. I think it'd be a good movie to watch for anyone. Like just a, it's a good watch and it's a good story. I thought it was very fascinating, and it wasn't what I expected. Yeah. But I think especially for anyone who loved Mr. Rogers growing up. Now, I also saw Frozen 2. Mm, yeah, Frozen uh, 2, the highly and and, half of the world apparently. I know, the highly anticipated, <laughs> you know, Frozen 2, the sequel yeah. of the movie that came out of nowhere and took everyone's kids. Yep. And kept everyone's kids hostage because it opened, I think, as Disney's best like movie, uh, best Disney like cartoon, not yeah. counting like Star Wars, Marvel, that kind of stuff. But as Disney's like animation, like I think it opened up as their best one. Like, yeah, it did. I want to say the last number I heard was about 127 million opening weekend. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, and I think that may have just been domestic. I don't think that was worldwide. Yeah, that was so. 127 million dollars for yeah. the opening weekend and 350 million dollars worldwide. Dang. Now, Frozen 2, 
I will say I liked it. I did not love it. Um, I thought that the plot uh, was uh, it, it was at times a bit too much and also too little. And let me let me uh, like paint the picture of what I mean. Imagine making a a giant pizza, right? You're going to make this like extra, extra large pizza, right? Had to be pizza. We had to do pizza. (laughs) Okay. No, sorry. Imagine. No, no, pizza's fine. No, it's a good analogy. It'll really draw me in. And then all you're going to do is you're just going to put like five, like literally five ingredients on there. You know, you just pop, pop, pop. And that's it. So you have this gigantic like plot and world that they tried to set up. And then they go as minimal as possible with actually how to move through the plot. Yeah, it's it's it was uh it was it was bad, and I thought that what they did with different characters was a little dumb, except for one character. One character I thought they did great. The rest I thought they they actually like went backwards in growth. <laughs> awesome. All of a sudden you're like, wait, I thought they were this and that and that. Oh, okay. You're like, this person doesn't have a role. This person doesn't have a role. These people don't have a role. This person, your role is like awful. What's going on? Yeah. And uh, I thought the songs were worse. Uh, there are two songs that are great, but I thought overall the whole soundtrack uh, was worse than the first one, which is a tough one to beat. I mean, they actually had one. Well, you know what? Honestly, <clears throat> you're saying something that probably a lot of parents might actually like to hear. You mean I won't have to hear the same song over and over again? You know, that's true. 25 times a day? Very true. There is not a let it go as I... There are two good songs on it. There are two very good songs that I actually like. One is called Show Yourself, and the other is Into the Unknown. Which Those, one's Panic at the Disco? That's Into the Unknown. Okay. Uh, have you heard that? I you heard hear that one. I was like, eh. Yeah, which I thought Panic at the Disco actually did a pretty good job for covering a Disney one. Because yeah. they always have like different like stars try to cover. And it's tough. You know what I mean? To like mm-hmm. cover something. People are like, it's not, uh, it's not Anna. It's not Elsa. It's not Olaf. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I thought they actually did a pretty good job. But those two songs, I think are good and i think you'll enjoy them more than let it go because let it go it's just so repetitive and that's why it's so popular you know what i mean yeah it's just simple continues simple to and go. catchy and yeah. little kids can so, sing along easier with that yes your kids will probably still want the soundtrack but there aren't going to be uh it's not going to be the whole one like the same one over and over again or they might not want to listen to it i wonder if there's a secret lobby of parents out there that came to disney and said listen you can do a frozen two and we won't boycott it if you promise not to do another Let It Go type song. I want you to make songs that are a little bit more complicated, more complex. I don't want my child to be able to sing along to this one. You have to do something. Yeah. Gotcha. And, you know, I think perhaps something yeah. along those lines. Maybe. Yeah. Is that two conspiracy theorists? Uh, probably. But, I don't you know, know. Parents now, can be pretty harsh I get at times. you. Now, okay. So, again, my, my poor notes for this are the the writing mm-hmm. so the actual like dialogue the plot and the plot holes that come along with that <laughs> um i thought the so- the soundtrack overall and overall character development i thought was a big loss yeah. however the animation was magical 
this is a movie that I would go watch probably on the big screen again just because you're just in awe of some of the stuff. If I just ignored everything else and I'm like, I'm going to go watch this because it was really cool to watch. Yeah, the stuff that they can do with animation now is unbelievable. It's impressive. They do some super cool stuff with Elsa's ice powers in this where you're like, oh. Yeah. So, yeah, this one, your kids will be floored. Your kids will watch this and be like, oh, my gosh. And Olaf does, you know, Olaf, I didn't think he was as funny, but the kids are still going to laugh had, a lot. In my opinion, he had the best song from the first one. Yes, he doesn't have the best. singing about his love of I summer. Know. He doesn't have the best song in this one. <laughs> That's the best part of that But whole. he does have the best scene in the whole movie. Okay. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but he does That's get the fine. best scene. I might see it and just for that. Everywhere thing. else I thought Rented. he was I thought he was funny, but not as funny. And that's what the whole the whole movie. I thought it was good, but not as good. I thought they had a great setup. I thought they had a really good world they were trying to build and a cool idea, but it felt like one of those where the brainstorm session was really great, you know, and they're like, "Yeah, let's do this idea." And then they give it to the writers and the writers go, uh, uh, okay, I guess we'll run with this. Uh, and they do an all right job with it. And then they send it to the editors and directors and they're like, okay. And then it just lost flavor at each point in the process. Yeah. I feel like it's a really cool idea that they could have executed a lot better. I think it's, it can be tough. I think too writing for animation. Cause the tricky part with animation is you're going to write it all before. Cause then they have to animate it. Right. Yeah. So it's like if you spent two and a half years, writing and animating a movie you can't just do like with a normal movie it's like all right we're gonna do some reshoots and redo this scene that's a, you can get that done in a few weeks whereas to animate it you're talking a few months half a year nine months or something like that yeah so and, it's tricky but that's where you have to yes. really plan ahead with the writing and it's also tough because this is a movie for kids mm-hmm. so yeah there isn't there doesn't need to be a crazy good plot but as we've seen with like shows like invader zim you know what i mean and they, you can make something for kids that mm-hmm. actually has some good feeling to it, some good writing, some quality jokes and humor. And even if they take a darker tone like this does, I think they could have done a better job. I thought they had some great positive messages. I thought there were some really good conversations you can have with your kids on this movie and like based off what the characters do. But I thought they could have done a little bit more with it. And that's why it is a letdown for me. Fair enough. You've been yeah. watching The Mandalorian, keeping up with it? I have seen three episodes of The Mandalorian okay. now. Uh, my brother one. my brother and I are watching it together now. We just okay. watched the third episode together, and we're going to watch the fourth episode soon. Oh, also, speaking of brothers, my other brother, Brannon, uh, who is a longtime listener of this show, of this podcast, he, uh, first off, has given us some good feedback on mm-hmm. what to do and how to edit our stuff a bit more and like uh, what he likes about the podcast. First off, he uh, gave me some feedback on the Mandalorian episode because he was like, you guys said no spoilers. And I started listening to it. I was like, oh, my gosh, they're talking about the history of the Mandalorians and their spoilers. And then I watched it and I realized the stuff that they were talking about had nothing to do with the actual show, the episode. It was just them (laughs) talking about what they already kind of knew but didn't know and speculation. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, there was no spoilers. But he also asked, uh, he said that you should talk more about your, uh, your kid. He wants to know more about. I wish how... I could get him to remember back in the day when I had yes. Caleb's corner. Yes, yeah, Caleb's, Caleb's corner. Has, he doesn't want to do it now. As far as kids go, Jason, tell us a little bit about your kid. How old is your kid, and do you have more than one? Because apparently, people don't know. Oh, uh, 
As far as I know, I only have one. That's that's good. Uh, that's a lame joke. No, so I only have right one. in. Yeah, right. If you have the other one, if you think you're my child, no, uh, no, just the one, just the one. And he's 12 in sixth grade, so he's got that junior high thing going on. Uh, he's definitely he's big into video games. Thinks he might. He seems like he might be interested in learning coding and all that kind of stuff. Um, we'll see. He certainly is the opposite of me in terms of what he likes in subjects in school, what he's good at. He's, you know, all over the math, whereas I'd rather chew broken glass than do math. Uh, I'm all about writing and how much the, broken glass would you I, chew? Does, give me a pile. Well, it depends on the math, simple math. Fine. But if you start talking, you so, want me to sit down and do algebra. So we're going to give you a pile, and it's got mm-hmm. a diameter of 10 feet. Okay. And it's got a height of 3 feet. <laughs> okay, 10 a feet. A height of 3 feet. Uh-huh. And this is a nice you know, half sphere of broken glass. Now, okay. what is the area of that, Jason? I'd rather eat the glass. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying, when you start getting me into algebra and, and, you know, well, geometry, you know, volume, all that kind of stuff. That one's not too bad. But, like, algebra, when you start putting letters into math just give me words and just give me sentences and paragraphs and allow me to structure them and create a picture in your brain with the words i can't do that with freaking numbers but my kid's awesome you still could so if you have y equals mx plus b you could just write function so the function of this math problem is equal to you want to know you what know, actually just happened when you said y slope, equals mx plus b? The slope? <laughs> what? Uh, all that happened is my head, in my brain, the letters simply got switched around to I heard bmx. And I'm not even like a bmx person. That's what my brain does. I, you take that and I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, that bmx. Or I'll start coming up with, I'll see <laughs> words in that. <laughs> That's how my brain works. My brain's like, you give me numbers that have letters in them. I'm just going to turn the numbers into potential letters. You know how people will do that? They're like, oh, you know, seven, and they'll use a three and all that to spell out seven or something. Like, yeah, I can. You're just talking about writing hello on the calculator mm-hmm. when you and were young. You yeah. know, boobies, all the stupid, you know, yeah. junior high type of thing. Those were, yeah, you could, yeah, you hello could, and. Um, you could write high. You could write, yeah, you could high. Uh, I think loose was one. Was loose it? Like you could do lose or loose. Yeah, you could do lose the, and loose. Yeah. You could yeah. do those. Uh, I don't know if you could do loser. That would have been harsh in middle school. Yeah, I don't think you could do loser. We no also, uh, once we got graphing calculators, <laughs> like once graphing calculators became a thing, they Here's actually had, well, they actually had letters. Yeah. But you had to hit shift every time to do the letter. So you literally, it was like texting so slowly because you would hit shift every button. You'd hit shift A, <laughs> shift I, shift space, shift. <laughs> yeah. And so you could do messages, but these it were the slowest messages they were. You could have just written it. You know, well, five like, notes. Well, by that's that like going time. back to the day when cell phones before you had a keyboard and you'd have to spell it out by hitting yeah. the, the number three times to get to the L or yep. you know whatever. Uh, oh, that was such a pain. Yeah, and then they got T nine and it was a bit smarter and you could actually just hit the combinations of letters and then mm-hmm. scroll through the different ones. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man. And now, and now look at us. Our phones are as smart as our computers. Now you can just talk into your phone, and it will send a message. True. Yeah. Well, sometimes I I think I did that too. The you. way the way that I talk, though, my phone has a hard time because I I tend to speed through certain parts of words, and so that's an excellent quality for a podcast host, right? I know. <laughs> I, I I make a focus to 
enunciate and to yes. slow myself down a few times because there are sections where I'll just want to kind of speed through and do it like that. Mm, it's I see. not so great for the comprehension of the words. Yeah. Now, I was driving over here and I told my phone, I was like, hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you want? You know, my <laughs> Mine Siri. Mine does it in an Irish accent. How about oh, yours? Oh, very good. I went to the Irish one. I didn't put any effort into it. Oh, it's, it's just fun. a standard one. Now, I was like, send Jason Brock a text message. I was like, what do you want to say? I was like, I'm on my way. Yeah. Period. Be there in 15. And then it reads. It goes, are you ready to send it? And if I, I could just be like, read it to me. And then it'll read it back to me. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, send uh-huh. it. Or I'll be like, no. Let's try again. I know. Try and again. that is crazy fancy. I have to do fancy. a lot of try again. That's very fancy. Yeah, it is. I, I like it. And I do the talk to text if I'm driving. I have to send one. I'll do the talk to text. But I have to do this. And I'll back away from the microphone. I have to talk like this and really enunciate or else Siri gets confused. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's so painful to Maybe talk to you, Maybe that's because you're talking to Irish Siri, and no, you need to have an no, Irish I just, accent. I just recently switched you over back, to the send Irish. A, send a text message. <laughs> I need Siri, I need to send something out. Will you do it for me? And Siri's like, oh, yeah, do it for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just want to see. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I wish that um, my son had enjoyed and kind of gotten into the whole Caleb's Corner, because that was fun when I was doing Caleb's that Caleb's Corner him. was a lot of fun. It was fun. But he, by about the 10th or 12th time that I did it, I could tell he was kind of losing interest and didn't really want to do it anymore. And there's nothing, as every parent will know, there's nothing more drudgingly painful than having to have a kid do something you're excited about, but they definitely don't want to do. Because it's just like, oh... Yeah, that's no. like watching a movie with someone who you know doesn't want to watch the movie. Yeah. And you're like laughing, and you look over, and they're not, and you're like, oh. And it makes you like the movie less. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're yeah. watching a movie with someone who or loves Or you like a- that person less after. <laughs> it's true. No, if you're watching like a comedy with someone who's like laughing oh. the whole time, it makes you laugh harder, right? Mm-hmm. If you're watching a comedy with someone who's like, eh, or like, it's dumb, yeah. you're like, well, now I don't want to laugh. No, I just I just like that person less afterwards. Mm. I, I'm not going to give up that movie then. There's seven and a half billion people in the world. I'll just get another friend. That's fair. Nah, so uh, on on that happy note, <laughs> as we seem to be that's doing right. A Movies lot of- are more important than friends. Apparently, the yes. way that that comes out. Yeah, that's a joke. Because you can, pick, I'm not getting rid of people because, because you of can, a movie. Because you can pick your movies. That's right. Well, I mean, for crying out loud, my brother-in-law doesn't like a Christmas story. Which is probably my all-time favorite Christmas movie, but I still love the man. So I don't get rid of people because they don't like something. Okay, well, that's fair. Now, uh, as always, I'm Jeremy. I'm Jason. We got your back. All right, if you want to get in touch with us, there are a number of ways you can do it. You can hit us up on Twitter at the underscore PG pod. It's our new Twitter account. On Instagram at Podcast. All together, lowercase, no spaces or anything like that. Or you can email us at pgpconnection at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you and to many more episodes. Remember, we got you back. The Parental Guidance Podcast is a creation of Silver Badger Productions. If you would like more information, go to www.silverbadgerproductions.com or on Twitter at Silver Badger Pro. 